The creepy podcast. The creepy podcast. The creepy podcast. The creepy I am ready to chop of your penis. Make me a woman. Hello. Are we taping? Are we taping? Yes, we are. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Uh, how you living? Where you going? Come on back. This is Jason. Never mind. And you are tuned into the creepy podcast, episode twenty-two. And um, I just did one, but I'm compelled to do another one because there's so much fun. And I wasn't sure exactly what I should do, but for some reason, ritual keeps popping up. And uh, I have a love-hate fascination with the Holder series, which I've been doing uh, since uh, I did one on uh, episode 19, and then I think episode 15, and then possibly seven, and then maybe three. So I'm up to number 20 of like 543. And the basic premise is, uh, well, uh, you do all sorts of weird shit, and then you get really, really gross stuff, and you have to carry it around with you, and then when you put them all together, something terrible happens. So I really don't see the, 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 the motivation, but uh, I'm fascinated. I'm intrigued. And usually when I do a Holder series segment, I do a recap, but you know what? F- funk that. I, I, I have no more mental energy. I feel like no. every time I do this now, I just need to start over with a blank slate because I'm just dragging around all this baggage. I've already done my pins. I, I have the, the things, the objects. I have the uh, the person's eye, the gross Ew. sutures, the, no. uh, the army man, the Ew. butthole, the weird uh, disembodied penis. Ew. I have all of that. I have the dead woman. I have the, 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 the throne. Penis. I'm dragging all those along with uh, me, and I will never, ever be free of them because I, I am in the midst of the Holder the series. No and if you would like to get caught up, you can go to T-H-E-H-O-L-D-E-R-S dot O-R-G, theholders.org, and find the rabbit hole that you can slip and fall down and you will be as crazy as me because this series will drive you mad. And I seem to latch onto this series when I'm in great pain and I have a huge, huge pimple on my neck right now, right under my throat that actually makes me look like a bullfrog all of a sudden and it hurts to turn my head. No. <sighs> Puberty sucks. Ew. We are at entry numero 20, 20, the holder of deception. And we are going to be ready, steady, go. Oh, yeah, they start like this. You ready? In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of deception. The worker will look at you with an expression of shock on her face. Then, 
with superhuman speed, she will attack you with a baton. <laughs> you are not knocked unconscious by the first blow. Flee the city, for they will know what you are after. What the fuck are we after? <laughs> I don't know. When your consciousness returns, you will be in a magnificent courtyard on a starry, starry night, and Van Gogh will be painting you. There will be a great stone staircase that appears to ascend to the heavens themselves. Climb the staircase, but never look behind you. <laughs> if you do, the stairs will begin to crumble and you will plummet into the void for an eternity. And you know what? That sounds infinitely shitty. So I would take that advice. Do not look behind you because you don't want to get stuck in some shit you can't get out of. Like that sucks. That's claustrophobic for me. After what will seem like days of climbing, you will come to a landing overlooking a great marble amphitheater styled in the ancient Greek fashion. Descend to the bottom of the amphitheater. An old man in an opalescent, opalescent? Opalescent robes will be waiting for you on a dais. D-A-I-S. I'm really feeling like an idiot right now. What's a dais? What's on a, a dais? dais in the center. What's a dais? This storied old man will be lecturing as if there were a great crowd. Hyphen, however, comma. You must not listen to him, for not a word he speaks is true. If you are drawn in by his charismatic speaking, your mind will be completely subjugated by his deception and you will be his slave for eternity. Trump, 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 Trump. He will only react to one question. Impeach him. What is the only truth you are permitted to speak of? Impeachment. The man will look down at you. <laughs> what else is new? The man will look down at you with an expression of great sadness. Ooh, what else is new? He will then impart on you a story that will shake the very foundations of your soul with great sorrow. But will leave you knowing one important truth, Ruth. The number itself is not as it seems. He will then motion you towards an exit from the amphitheater and continue his lecture. Turn away from him quickly, for now you will be able to see the legions of horrific, twisted demons sitting on the seats of the amphitheater. Do not gaze towards any of them longer than a moment or else they will tear you apart and add you to the collection of souls. Walk to the exit as quickly as possible. There will be a great grimoire on a stand next to the door. Take the grimoire and exit through the door. You will find yourself in the back alley behind the asylum. Ooh, behind the asylum. The grimoire you clutch with its pages firmly strapped shut and locked with a great steel padlock is object 20 of five fucking 138. If you wish to see past the deception and reunite them, you must find the key. Oh, fucking shit. Shit. I finally get something cool, and I, I can't open it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh. Number 21. The holder of rage. Holder of my balls. In any city. In any country. Go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the, the holder, holder of rage. rage. The person will appear shy as they show you to a door and then walk away. When you enter the door, you will be looking down a staircase that descends into darkness. As you descend the stairs, you will begin to hear screams. The screams will come from the throat 
of indeterminate guy. origin. I don't know whose throat these screams are coming from. Could be mine because I'm in great throat pain. Oh, That's why we're recording a podcast you, based around the holders. Because you I'm delirious. Whenever you're near. Whenever you're near. All right, back, back, back to the question at hand, Jason. What are you doing? You're off on a tangent. Tangent. If the screaming stops at any time, shout to the darkness. Resume your business. I do not wish to intrude. If the screaming does not come back, there is nothing you can do, for you will be dead before you know what happens. If the screaming continues, you may move on. Didn't see anything, didn't report it, did you? Alright, okay. Eventually, you will see light coming through the cracks in a door. Go through this door, and you will be in what appears to be a medieval dungeon. Hollowed out skulls filled with candles serve as lanterns. Ooh, how festive! And skeletons line the walls. There will be a wooden table in the front of a fire, inside a fireplace. Well, that's a great place for a fire. On this table is the severed head of a four year old girl. <laughs> no, that's terrible. Okay. On this table is the severed head of a four-year-old girl staring ahead with glassy eyes for real what the actual fuck i got glaucoma just pass me the weed so now i got glassy eyes who's the sick fuck that wrote step up to the table a severed head head four-year-old in the eyes i'm feeling a deja vu like this might have happened before but i'm not trying to rewind so i know this is 21 maybe in a clear commanding voice ask who will stop them from coming together right now the head will look you in the eyes and tell you the tale of a man shoot me she will tell you his entire story shoot me from his violent birth to what he is doing that very moment shoot his deeds will be recounted in horrifying detail he is a murderer of which the likes have never been seen and he is just as mad what's he mad about is he mad about love mad about you lost in your eyes belinda carlisle if at the end of this story the head tells you he is listening to our conversation oh wait it's like a four-year-old he is listening to our conversation oh that's creepy you will be dragged out of the room and never heard from again you will experience all of the most horrible horrifying horrifying things ever conceived and you will be kept alive until you have experienced them all oh good job lovecraft yeah you're not gonna give me any details right right. if she tells you he is elsewhere he is now looking for you he will not stop until you are dead or the objects come together she will tell you to pick her up pick her up i need a pee popper pick her up Pick the head up by the hair and look at the table where she was. Sitting there will be a needle. Ah. Ew. Covered in dried blood. Gross. Semen. Ew. Pus. And countless unidentifiable substances. What the the actual fuck, dude? What the fuck, yo? Oh, I gotta take this shit? 
That needle is object 21. It's covered in dried blood, semen, pus, and countless unidentifiable substances. You see what I go through for your people? Next time you see me, give me a back rub. For real. That I needle want a back rub. is object 21 of 538. The hunt has begun and the clock is ticking. Object 22. The holder of chaos. Chaos. In any city, any country, go to any hospital and ask to visit the one who refers to himself as the holder of chaos. No mass confusion. The clerk will begin to shake his head and pound his fists upon the desk. Ask him thrice more. <laughs> thrice more. And he will stand up quietly and lead you to a room with only one door. The one which you entered through. You must close your ears. You must close your eyes. If you don't, you will forever be stricken blind. And the only thing you will see is a constant sight of utter chaos. It's like working retail for the rest of your life. Just chaos. If you have closed your eyes in time, after an hour of standing in confusion, you will hear a soft voice call out, Do Do you have them? Do not answer this question. Instead, stomp your foot upon the floor and then open your eyes. If you see a long, stretching field in front of you, then you have succeeded in the first half of your endeavor. If you see a fiery plane of death and mutilation, Mutilation. fiery plane of death and mutilation, death and mutilation, fiery plane of death and mutilation, then it's too late for you. You will be devoured by your own thoughts of your greatest fears. Walk towards the setting sun in the grassy field for one hour until you reach a tree with no leaves on its branches. As you get closer, you see that the tree is constructed out of bones. Bones. And it is surrounded in a pool of blood. (laughs) Submerge yourself fully in this blood. Yeah. And when you surface once more, you will feel a bone hand. Yeah. (laughs) Press Press something into your palm. It is a small vial. This file is object 22 of 538. The hour is nigh, and the demons are calling. Is your phone on? Yo, what a party at. Demons are calling. Okay, we're moving on. Object 23. The holder of hate. In any city. city. In any country. Go to any ho spit all and ask to visit the holder of hate the attendant will give you a firm handshake come up and see me look you straight in the eyes and say it took you long enough (laughs) they will hand you a key to room 532 and tell you to go down the left hall as you walk down the hall you will hear insane cackling <laughs> Should it stop you? I do not fear you. 
Raha. I do not fear you. Raha. Lajerona. I do not fear you. If it does not begin again, run as fast as your fucking legs will fucking carry you, stupid. What the fuck are you even doing here? Like, you're object 23 of 538. Like, like, ugh. Should it continue? Keep on walking. I ain't talking to you anymore. Stop when you reach room 532. The door will be covered in scratches, gashes, and all manners of there will be a small, strangely unscarred glass panel in the door. If there is a figure standing with his back to you, retreat as quietly as you can. If the room is empty, unlock the door and enter. A red light will be shining through the sole window in the room. Should you gaze out of this window, your eyes will soon burst from your sockets and your screams will be your only utterance for all eternity. Oh my eyes. Oh, oh, oh. Oh my eyes. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, where were we? Oh, your screams. The wall's covered in blood. I... Uh, your eyes will soon burst from your sockets and your screams will be your only utterance for all eternity. The room is small. The walls covered in blood and a small cloaked figure sits in the middle. It will respond. It will respond to only one question. Why do they hate? The figure's cloak will fly into the air revealing a grotesquely disfigured being. Yeah. It will answer your questions in horrific detail. Upon finishing the story, it will collapse as if a tremendous burden has passed from his shoulders and crawl into the corner. You will begin to hear strange, unearthly shrieks from beyond the door. No! I'm unhappy. They will be getting nearer by the second. I'm getting closer. Get away. Your only hope is to wrap yourself in the cloak and hurl yourself out the red window. Oh no. If you were not followed, you will wake up on the lawn of the hospital the next day. What else is new? Wrapped snugly in the cloak. Here's a nice blanket for you because I know that you're going to lose your mind if you don't leave this plane of existence. So you just... Jump through the portal and wrap yourself in this cloak. It's object number 23 of 538. It will hide you from their hate. Because I'm not happy. I'm really sad. The holder of color. In any century. Oh, God. The words just don't even make sense anymore. I'm losing my mind. How far have we gone? How far are the deep end? How far have we gone? Oh, almost 20 minutes in and I'm already jumbling my words. The holder of color. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself into. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit the holder of color. The warden will glance up at you and give you a shy smile before holding out his hand to you. You must wait precisely eight seconds before taking it or the colors themselves 
will deny you and you may not enter. The, the colors themselves. I'm confused. You must wait precisely eight seconds before taking it or the colors themselves. The colors themselves? The warden will stand and lead you to a cell, opening the door for you and motioning for you to enter. Inside the cell, you will find two little boys. Mmm, lunch. Both garbed in shades of gray. Ooh, I hope it's 50. And their skin and hair will appear as if all the color was drained out of them. Oh, cool, they're kosher. Nom, nom, nom. One has long hair and wears a white dress. Ooh, this is kinky. While the other wears a black suit and has hair cut short. It doesn't say it has his hair cut short. It just says, while the other wears a black suit and has hair cut short. Only look into the white one's eyes, for they are normal, and the eyes of the black-clothed boy will lead you into madness. Each will wear one glove and hold out both their hands to you. Take only the gloved hand of each, for they are nasty and gross. For should you touch the black-clothed boy's flesh, you will be plagued with the worst agony in all the universe. Yeah, that's not right, yo. Black hat is bad luck, bad guys wear black. Must have been a white guy that started all that give you the gas face take only the, the, the gloved hand gloved hand of each for should you touch the black clothed boy's flesh lame you will be plagued with the worst agony in all the universe but you will not die and he will not let go should you touch the white clothed boy's flesh you will feel more pleasure than you have ever experienced but he will soon pull his hand away and you will never feel that pleasure again, no matter how you yearn for it. Your lust will kill you. Somebody's a Christian. I pity you. The boys will look at each other and nod once. Should they shake their heads, close your eyes and quickly say, I am not what you seek, but I can change the tides. Once you say this, they will both giggle and pull on your hands, opening a trap door in their cell and descending into darkness. The boys will speak in unison, endlessly bragging about their riches, all the things they have. They will ask you many times if you are jealous. Each time you must simply answer, yes, your fate now lies in the hands of these two trap-wrapping boys. The stairs you descend are long and grow even narrower until one boy will go in front and one in back. Ooh, lucky Pierre. Should the boy in black go in front, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Life now is at your back, but should he go in back, oh, you're about to get wrecked. Your death will be agonizing, and he will throw you from the stairs to the abyss below. After what seems like an eternity, you will reach the end of the stairs, and both boys will push you to a large glass door. They will stare after you, tears streaming down their faces and tell you they can go no further, but point to the door. You must enter. The room is pitch black, save for a single beam of light as its direct center. Standing in the light is a woman, much like the boys, completely stripped of color. Oh, her hair and gown both reach the earth. Each is white as her flesh. Her eyes are only white, staring blankly at you. If she should smile at you, if she should Miley Cyrus smiley at you, you have amused, you have amused her, and she will light up the entire room with her light, and you will become one of the writhing bodies that makes up the collection beneath her glass floor. Should she frown at you, 
she will turn her back and light up the part of the room behind her, awakening seven other beings, a cackling man who wears just black, a weeping man garbed in white, a snarling man with piercing red eyes, a grimacing woman who wears only pink petals, an emotionless girl enveloped in green, a sickly man with silver hair, and a smirking gentleman covered in riches. They are to be your judges. They are to be your Judge Reinholds. You must pick the one that you feel will do you justice and walk towards them, asking along your way, when will they strip you of this earth? Should you choose the wrong color, the one you have chosen will stand very still and smile at you eerily, eerily, eerily. And you will soon feel yourself slipping away into nothingness. Should you have chosen the correct color, they will respond with a hideous screech, pointing fearfully at the woman in the center of the room. The others will scream curses at you in many different languages and you will feel piercing pain rip through your body. Soon, the one you have chosen will step forward to embrace you and whisper in your ear their sickening tales, the stories of your demise, of the demise of the world when every breath will fade away. Do not move. The curses will stop and the room will be lit. The seven are all staring at you. Where the woman was, there will now be a small feather like that of a dove changing its color. Color? Color. You fucked it up. Changing its color continuously. This feather is object 24 of 538. With it, you can take away what was theirs to give. That's not esoteric. No. Not at all. Alright, moving on. The holder of creation. In any city, in any country, go to any hospital and ask to visit the one who refers to himself as the holder of creation. Move it along. Move it along. The clerk will look into your eyes, horrified, before standing up. She, and only a she, will lead you to the maternity ward and push you into a locked door. Ow! which you will glide through. Oh, once inside the door, you will notice two more, one to the left and one to the right. You must choose the one in the direction to which you are more accustomed. Are you a lefty or a righty? Hoping all the while that fate hasn't correctly guided your hand. Wait, no, sorry, I got that wrong. Hoping all the while that fate has correctly guided your hand. Touch the door handle. If light peeks from under the doorway, you must enter. If it doesn't, you must run into the other room as fast as you fucking can. Sleep where you drop and do not trust anyone. Do not enter the sunlight. Seek shadows and pray to whatever god you wish that you pass unnoticed. If the light is emitted from beneath the door, or if by some miracle you evade capture after your error and return to choose once more, enter cautiously. The room seems to stretch into eternity. Make no attempt to comprehend, comprehend, comprehend its size or shape, as many men greater than you have been driven mad at the thought. Strewn across the entirety of this room are the bodies of the stillborn and the fetuses of the unborn. Ooh, it's a buffet. The 
those capable of sound will be seen to pierce. Okay, I'm gonna start the sentence again. Those capable of sound will be seen to pierce the very fabric of your consciousness with cries, which appear to be both audible and a figment of your imagination. Pure imagination. On the horizon will be a mother, little more than a child herself, clutching a baby wrapped in a tattered blanket to her teat. Closer examination of the suckling infant will leave you pondering its true age. Ew. Its expression seems weathered and careworn, an eternal knowing glance assuring you that its eyes have forgotten more than most will ever see. Approach the mother calmly. Should you startle her and interrupt the feeding, your only hope is to whisper, I wish not to disturb you, nor your beautiful son. If you have appeased her, position yourself so as to gaze directly into the child's eyes. Once there, you must not break eye contact for fear of upsetting the infant and bringing about your own doom. You may ask him one question and one question only. For what have we been created? The baby will move and no. wrap his tattered cloth oh, around no, you, no, binding you and rending you limb from limb, no. yet you must yeah. not react to the pain or risk to never returning to your original form. If you can overcome the agony, he will stare into your eyes and you will see the beginning of the cosmos. All things that have been since the creation of existence will unfold before your eyes. The truth of the origin of the seekers will be brought to life, and if you're not driven insane by this truth, you will feel the warmth of this knowledge glowing inside you. This heat will grow until the pain of the burn outweighs that of your torn flesh a thousandfold. You will feel your body melt away, burning into nothing save ash. At the peak of your anguish, if you have managed to remain stoic, you will blink the eyelids which you no longer have, opening them to find you have returned outside exactly one day before the incident. In your hands you will find a tattered manuscript, the text of which seems to predate existence. Ooh, groovy. This object is 20... It's only 25? Jesus! This object is 25 out of 538. This book yearns to return the other objects to it, and within it is the cryptic knowledge of how to do so. Okay, where are we again? Uh, oh, the holder of perspective. Oh, this one's different. Every once in a while, someone does something a bit different. I appreciate that. I don't know who wrote these. <laughs> The holder of perspective. James stepped into the mental institution. Instructions in hand. He didn't expect this ridiculous ritual to work at all, but after all, the only thing he had at risk was about an hour's wasted time and maybe a little embarrassment. He approached the woman working at the reception desk and asked in a quiet whisper if he could visit the one who called himself the holder of perspective. What happened next surprised him a little. The receptionist nodded her head solemnly, just as the instructions said she would. Okay, he thought. Apparently, I'm not the first one to pull something like this. Ooh, it's getting meta. Chances are she's read these things and is just playing along. 
Maybe she'll lead me back to their break room or whatever just so she can show off to her co-workers the latest idiot who walked in asking for something stupid. Let them all have a good laugh. God, why did I think this had the slightest chance of working? His rambling, self-deriding thoughts were silenced, however. Once she unlocked the chain double doors and he saw the long, narrow stairs leading up far higher than the building should have physically allowed. Holy shit, these things are actually real. James ascended the stairs with caution. As expected, once he reached a certain height, he began to see images projected onto the walls. They were the largest and deadliest disasters of humankind. The destruction of Pompeii, the ravages of the Black Plague, the Holocaust, 9-11, these images really not... These images showed these tragedies through the eyes of each and every victim. It was all James could do to prevent being consumed by sorrow and grief, but he knew well the price for letting himself succumb to despair. Besides, beyond his wildest expectations, he had already made it this far. He couldn't let himself fail now. After a long and tiring climb, he finally made it to the top of the stairs where an ornate marble wall with several tiny eye-shaped glass windows awaited. He remembered his instructions and put his left eye into the window with a perfect vertical crack down the middle. In an instant, his viewpoint shifted from his own body to that of an ancient man in an oval stone chamber. The man was using his slender, bony fingers to trace patterns over a large glass eye. James felt his grasp on his own mind weakening, so before he lost his mind completely, he thought as hard as he could. How will they see the end? In an instant, thousands of images started flashing before his eyes. They were images of the same scenes he'd viewed in the hall, only this time they were from the eyes of outside observers. Feelings of apathy, grief, and joy fluttered him all at once. The last image he saw was of an endless inferno. At this, there was no emotion other than sheer, unbridled horror, already physically and mentally drained from the journey up to this point. James could no longer handle the strain and collapsed where he stood. Ah, another poor seeker who couldn't handle my visions. Very few have the mental strength for it, you see. And for good reason. No ordinary person was ever meant to witness the vision of the end. Certainly not an amateur like that one. I'll dispose of his body and place his soul inside my glass eye, where he will join the thousands of others who have failed. My glass eye is object 26 of 538. It awaits someone capable of viewing the world through their perspective. The holder of sleep. This is number 27. Oh, we're making progress. In any city, in any country, go to any hospital at night and ask the head nurse to see the holder of sleep. She will ignore you and say she has work to do. Ask twice more without stammering and she will sigh as if weary. She will ask you if you are sure. If you answer no, you will wake up the next day fully rested and free of any chains. That sounds nice. If you answer yes, she will guide you to an empty room and tell you to sleep. 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 When you awake.
awaken, you will be on a stone table at the beginning of a hallway. As you walk down the hall, you will begin to feel drowsy. You must resist sleep here, for you will slumber eternally. If you make it to the end of this hallway, you will find a door. Open this to find the holder of sleep. You will see a wise and old man sleeping peacefully. Tread lightly, for he does not like to be disturbed. Do not look under his bed, for there lies death, and it will pull you under to be tormented forever. Walk quietly up to his bed and whisper in his ear, Why do they never rest? Until he wakes up and tells you the story of how they chain their slumber onto him, then he will invite you to sit with him. Do so. Else he will chain their slumber onto you and you will never truly be awake again. I already know what that's like, but yeah. After sitting with him, he will pull a small crystal with inner light from his nightgown. He will then push it deep into your chest. Oh, gross. If you can ignore the pain, he will fall back into his slumber. If you cry out, you shall replace him in his tortured slumber. Return the stone table and sleep again. You will find yourself outside of the hospital after waking up. This crystal is object 27 of 538. And again, I'm wondering why this would even remotely be worth it. You no longer need sleep. Oh, well, that's interesting. Pray your nightmares do not follow you out of clarity. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution, how far else can you get yourself to when he reaches front door, ask the if he's someone who calls himself the holder of clarity. The worker will begin to chatter on about their life. Great. Making inside jokes and references which only they understand. Great. All the while, they will walk in a weaving motion to the recreational area of the building. They will slide open a hatch beneath the table and suddenly fall silent with a grim look upon their face. You will look down into the hole and you will see a vast number of lights flashing on and off. And if you will feel berated and confused, and you will feel berated and confused, <laughs> but you must go in. The hall seems to have no start and no end. The lights flashing sporadically and you will find that tiny flying objects flit in front of you. In your eyes and nose and mouth, the air will fill with a horrible, all-consuming buzzing noise that does not allow you to even hear your own screams. Eww, you must walk on. And if for any reason the objects stop moving or the lights hold their glow, you must yell out, They shall not know I'm here! As I have covered my tracks, if the calm stays, you are, oh wait, sorry. If the calm stays, you are too late as it has already begun. If the horrible bewilderment returns, you must forge on. In your wanderings, you will meet a door. You can feel its handle, ooh, and, and allow yourself in, oh. The room will be eternal, only the floor holding your mind intact. I'm confused. There will be a man whose entire form is run through with long nails and stakes. Ew, every inch of his body is secured. Okay, I feel secure now. 
His mouth is held open, pins forcing his lips up to his face, a stake buried in the back of his gaping mouth. His tongue will writhe and flop at your arrival. His eyes searching all over you in a panic state. He will respond to only one question. Why do they take form? His eyes will affix on you and his tongue will hold still. And a gargle speech. He will recite to you the creation of every object and the purpose of each. The description will force you to vomit upon every sentence and the tale leaves most mad. You will find a all rusty, worn out. Oh, white knife. Oh. You will find a rusty and worn fillet knife in your hand. You must remove his writhing tongue. <laughs> Rock. Give me your tongue, bitch. That's what you get for making me puke. Oh, you stink. Oh, you stink. You must remove his writhing tongue with his pathetic and gurgling screams echoing through your soul. No problem. No problem with that. He will seem pathetic. Yeah, even less of a problem. And you will want to help him. Yeah, I I probably won't. Uh, But do not. Yeah, no problem with that. Or you will replace him. Yeah, not trying to do that. His tongue, oh, fudge you. His tongue is object 28 of 538. They will meet, only you shall know why. I really have no freaking clue why. But let's keep going. Let's see where we go. Let's go until we drop. That's what we do with the Holder series. We go until we freaking drop. Holder of frost in any city in any country go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself into when you reach the front desk ask to visit someone who calls herself the holder of the frost if the worker shivers unnaturally you will be led to a hallway that shouldn't exist where it does so it does even though it shouldn't The worker will wave you down the hall, and once your back is turned, will shake his head and mutter, The poor fool. The hallway will get colder as you proceed, but do not make any attempts to warm yourself. If you do, heaven help what will become of you. Suffer, suffer, good Christian, suffer, 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 suffer. Ooh, supper sounds good. I might have pizza. If, at any time, the cold ceases and the hallway becomes warm, you must cease walking quickly and shout, Stop! This is not the answer! If the warmth persists, run. Run as fast as you can for the exit. If you do not make it, then the fires of hell shall consume you. If you do make it, do not stop running. Flee the fucking asylum, the fucking city, the goddamn mother trucking country. 
for the hellhounds have your scent and they do not rest and they want your balls. They're going to chomp on your balls. They got giant sharp ragged teeth. If the cold returns, proceed down the hallway until you come to a door made of solid ice and knock three times if you really want me. If a soft, womanly voice beckons you to enter, open the door. If a gruff male voice tells you to leave, pray for a quick demise. <laughs> Inside of the door, you will find a room made of ice with frozen stalagmites and stalactites, giving it the appearance of a massive maw. In the center of the room will be a veiled, ivory-skinned woman Ivory skinned woman, do not look at the woman directly and say only one thing. What caused the hibernation? I, ivory skinned woman, what caused the hibernation, man? She will tell you her story. Great. Go ahead. I only have 538 of these to do. I'm on like 27. She will tell you her story. A story of destruction and devastation, war and famine, life and death, and of deep slumber. The story will chill you to the base of your existence. But do not look directly at the woman. If you do, your soul will be frozen for all eternity. <sighs> when she is done, she will remove her veil, but you must not gaze upon her. Her beauty would shatter your mind. If you keep your eyes away from her, she will cuff her hands over yours and whisper into your ear. Into your ear. The ice age is over. What will you do? The world will explode in white, and when it subsides, you will be outside of the institution, and your hands will be a large crystal snowflake. That snowflake is object 29 of 530 fucking eight. The ice age is over. They are starting to thaw. I feel like I might be able to do at least one more. We're on number 29. What's 30? The holder of the flame. <laughs> Oh, I'm fading. The holder of the flame, okay? We can do it. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of the flame. The worker will stare impassively at you for many minutes before pointing silently to a door behind you. The door was not there. Yo, and anyone else around you will not notice it. Approach the door and close your eyes before grasping the knocker. Oh yeah, grasp the knocker, you naughty nut. Yes, grasp knocker, you very naughty boy. Yes, ha ha. You say naughty thing. You need knock only once. If the metal suddenly cools in your hand, 
run, run far away and keep running. Only hope that you have escaped for the alternative is a horror only the souls in hell can comprehend because they're so used to like all of that horror. They're like, yo, yeah, yeah, we're next level horror right here. Yeah, yeah. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like everywhere you would not want it to hurt. That's where it's going to hurt. That's what hell is. Yeah, yeah. Huge pimple. Huge pimple on my throat. Uh, if the knocker... Ooh, if the knocker grows warm, you'll get the information you want. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. If the knocker grows warm, hold on to it lightly. Ooh, tightly, sorry. Even when it begins to scar. Uh, in this, uh, I'm going to start this over. If the knocker grows warm, hold on to it tightly. Even when it begins to sear into your hand, eventually the pain will stop. Once this has happened, once this has happened, Laganitas, open your eyes. You will be in a small garden, illuminated, illuminated by the light of a full moon and surrounded by ivy-covered stone walls. That sounds gorgeous. I want that. To your left will be a pond. Do not look directly into the water, lest the multitude of terrors lurking within capture and drown you again and again for the rest of eternity. That sucks. That's my worst fear. I don't want to keep... I don't want to drown. Are you just going to keep drowning me? You're a jerk. Meh. To your right will be a funeral pyre. Not yet lit. Slickly dark with a flammable fluid. Take exactly five steps. Towards the pyre. Do not ask why. You will find the corpse of a castrated male child. His arms folded over a vial of quicksilver. Say nothing but the question. What caused their immolation? I know nothing what these words mean. Uh, quicksilver, immolation. Uh, your guess is as, good as, as good as mine. The corpse will not move, but the pyre will ignite of its own free will, as will the bushes, the grass, the trees, and the flowers all around it. The flames will shift colors from the normal colors of fire to the red of freshly spit blood, spilt blood, Paradon to the green of infection and disease. The plants will shriek in agony as the walls surrounding the garden are consumed. The pond will dry out, the water itself burning with a blistering heat as the sounds of the damned rise upward in the stream, howling their litany of curses upon you. Motherfucker, you stupid, I poop on you. As the first curse reaches your ears, cut, 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 cut. you must summon your courage and begin to laugh. Loudly. Spitefully. Oh, no problem there. Arrogantly. It's like you know me. But not softly. If the curses become more vehement, you are safe. If they stop, then throw yourself on the pyre to escape a fate far worse. Stab, 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 In the midst that's in the midst, midst of the tempest, the corpse will calmly sit upright, consumed entirely in flames, and still 
will proffer, proffer P-R-O-F-F-E-R. That's a real world word, I guess. You could just look that up. Proffer the vial. You must continue to laugh and cross your arms. You must not accept this gift now. The corpse will open his mouth, and if you are lucky, what you will see in its depths will not leave you laughing in madness for the rest of your mortal life. The vial will drop, shatter, and spill its contents upon the blackened remains of the grass as the flames die down. Everything will be silent. At your feet will be a new flower, its stem and hard, its stem hard and spiny, its petals painted with the colors of hellfire and damnation. Take it, and you will find yourself away from the garden and back in front of the door. I have no idea what the fuck just happened, but this flower is optic 30 of 538. It will burn itself deep into your soul and ignite the fires of madness. Okay. I think that's enough holder series. Thank you for listening to the creepy podcast. This is Jason. Never mind. Sometimes Jason nevermore. And you know, I also do a lot of other stuff. If you want to head over to my Bandcamp page, triple W dot DJ four AM letter D letter J number four letter A letter M dot bandcamp.com we got the latest releases by jason nevermind by dj 4am by dope style 1231 and so many other things so please come on over and uh honestly uh here's a new mixtape cut for you marry the talisman to summon the never man what's the reason never mind go through this nevermore Never mind, quote the recluse, never more. Bury the talisman to summon the never man. What's the reason, never mind, quote the recluse, never more? Never more, never more. Nick and Nick and never more. Bury the talisman to summon the never man. What's the reason, never mind, quote the recluse, never more? I took the talisman out to the tree at 333. They calculated the right degree. Bury the talisman to summon the never man. What's the reason, never mind, quote the recluse, never more? He thought he knew what he was in store for, and so he buried the black hat bone under his floorboards. Here the individual unfolds the ritual, communes with the djinn, goes back out to the garden again with the organs of a raccoon, some moonshine, and an ancient handmade broom. Recitation of the translation of the ancient runes, one step closer to bringing this life to ruin. To ruin, to ruin, to ruin, to ruin, to ruin. 
Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the reckless nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the reckless nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the reckless nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the reckless nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the reckless nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the the never man is in my dreams He smiles and laughs while I cry and scream Funny how it never feels like a dream I feel in between and so I am seen Met by a low level demon that's scheming on the couch with the feet up Looking for a mind to beat up A soul to eat up A weakling to eat off A friendly to NG And so enters me I thought there was a vacant A chance to take it I'm already in hell kid I'm in the forest Chanting Latin, buck naked I'm not a trench coat mafia kid I'm a sweet Satan kid My sweet Satan kid I'm my sweet Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the recluse nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the recluse nevermore. Bury the talisman, summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the recluse nevermore. Bury the talisman and summon the neverman. What's the reason? Never mind, quote the recluse nevermore. Never mind, quote the reckless nevermore.